Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jordan Anderson, and welcome to the audio podcast. I've converted my vlogs into sound for your convenience and your enjoyment. Hello, Matt. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> no problem, no problem. Let's jump right into it. Um, let's talk about the importance of previs and also talking about developing a video's concept uh, before truly diving into a project. Sure. Well, I mean, previs, uh, you know, is something that I've done throughout my career, and it's something that becomes more important when you start working with bigger teams of people. In the beginning, you know, as long as you know what you're doing, uh, a lot of the times that's fine because you're working with such a small team, but eventually you're not pulling the focus. You might not even be operating the camera. You're not the one putting up the lights. You're not the one building the set. You're not the one doing a lot of things, but you do have um, a hand in all of those things. You're directing that. You're directing the photography. And, you know, the bigger the shoot gets, the more managing you're starting to do and the more important communication is. Something that's really nice now is that 3D and 3D animation, all that sort of technology is getting a lot easier, more affordable. It can be done on a laptop. It used to be really, really expensive. Now we can do it on pretty much any MacBook Pro. And I use 3D and Previs specifically as just another tool for communicating with my crew and with the director and the agency. And it's just a nice way to be able to communicate visually before a shoot because, like I was saying before, uh, most of the commercials that I've been on lately, uh, or at least for like the last five years, there's a lot of collaboration. So the most important part for me really was in pre-production for the very specific type of commercials that I was doing. Um, and that's where Previs starts to be really, really beneficial and why I started to use it quite a bit. And what was the other question about developing a concept? Yeah, you kind of answered it where just how important is a concept before uh, going into a video project? What is something that young filmmakers who are still on small projects with big hopes, big dreams to get on big sets, uh, how can they start getting to the habit or what are some things they can be doing now to get into the mindset of Previs and how important it is? Well, I think the first part is understanding the director. You know, if you're the cinematographer, uh, you really need to understand what the director needs and how he or she works, like how much time they need. Are they someone that wants to storyboard? Do they want previs, or is it way more like you light something really wide and you let them walk around? So you really have to understand like what's appropriate for each director. But you know, on your own, you just want to prep as much as you can. You want to just take the locations that you went to and you know that you're going to shoot, make sure that you know what equipment you need, make sure that the AD knows that, make sure that your whole team knows that, and just start with, you know, it could be just basic overhead drawings of like, here, here's the living room. We want to make sure that we start with like, you know, the HMI outside the window and like a keynote flow inside. You just want to have all that stuff down in writing. And once you get in the habit of having that stuff organized in your head, then the next step is when you're on a big enough production where they give you enough time um, and would hopefully pay you for it as well, then you take that into 3D as well. Um, so it just, just, just starts by being organized on paper and making sure that you're um, facilitating uh, a set that the director uh, can work in. Is Previs ever different from the, the sort of language you speak to your crew versus the language you speak to your client? Would client ever need Previs? Yeah, and that's one of the powerful things about it is that it's, um, it works for basically all levels. Like, so you can show the client, what the frame is roughly going to look like, and they'll be interested in like the colors and the overall picture of it. And then if you do the previs correctly, uh, the technical previs is the, is the word for it, uh, because everything is done to scale and you're looking through actual cameras, then uh, you can actually take a step back and look at like a virtual behind the scenes. And that behind the scenes, you can just take one picture of it basically 
text it to your crew, and especially if you've been working with them for a while, you can communicate, you know, like an hour of discussion in about one second with a with a good enough render. So it works both ways, whereas the client and the director want to see like what's through the camera in previs, and then the crew is more interested in like, well, you know, where's the camera position, where are the light's going to go, where am I seeing, where am I not seeing? So it does it does work both ways if you do it correctly and for certain projects. Well, cool. Uh, well, man, that was, those are some awesome answers, man. I, uh, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, where can we find your work? Uh, I think it's, it's getting a little big now, um, but for people who don't know about Matt Workman, where can we find more of your stuff? Um, if you're interested in my DP work, that would be mattworkman.com. And uh, for what I've been doing for the last two years, it's called Cinematography Database. And if you look that up on YouTube or Instagram, those are where I'm posting most frequently. Awesome. Well, man, uh, thanks again, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks so much for listening. And be sure to subscribe so you can catch the next episode when it comes out. And if you haven't already, head over to YouTube and check these vlogs out for yourself. Thanks.